1: HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. This is TMA All Day. It's
2: the Brown and Kruppin Morning After. TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. Powder Blue. Powder Blue. What?
3: Know it. Welcome back, morning, after Presented blue. to you by Brown and Krupin. Timothy Michael well and well. Jackson Briquette, sitting in for Douglas Alvin, Vaughn, the Plowhawk, KGO Town in the Horton Watkins Studios. Ken uh, Strode had to leave early today. Uh, Jeremy Rutherford with us. Brought to you by Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Morning, Jeremy.
2: Morning, morning, Tim. How you
3: doing? Good, man. That was a hell of a win last night. That was it. Was a, it was an important win? It was important that they got it in regulation from a point standpoint. Down three to one, looked like it might get away, and then all of a sudden, uh, you get the short-handed goal again. Another short-handed goal late in the second period, giving you a little momentum going into the third. And they come out with a little uh, fire into their ass in the third.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. And uh, afterwards, I don't know uh, if you caught the sound bites from Drew Bannister. Yeah, we played. well. He had a few things to say after that second intermission. Nothing that could err on the Valley Sports afterwards. Uh, but he gave the edited version, and he said that, uh, hey, where's the urgency? Where's the hustle? What are we doing here, guys? And even uh, Braden should have acknowledged it after the game. My question is, and I know we ask this question a lot throughout the season, why does it take that? Why does it take yeah. a talk in the second intermission? Don't you know what's at stake? Obviously they do, but uh, where was that earlier in the game? And
3: uh, they did get it going in that third period, uh, really good defensive period uh, in, in addition to – uh, what we saw from Saad, what stood out in the third period to you?
2: Yeah, just how they came out. I mean, you could tell that something was set up in the locker room because uh, they came out uh, blazing, especially that fourth line, that uh, first minute of the period, the fourth line, uh, just the, the ferocious uh, forecheck there. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people have been watching hockey for years. You know, One one line is going to score the goal, but it's oftentimes the, the minute or two minutes before they even come on the ice that kind of sets the tone. And I thought the the Blues' fourth line with Alexandrov and and Sunquist and those guys kind of set that tone with that forecheck, and then Kyra comes up with the big goal. So, uh, yeah, for all the... You know, criticism, where was it earlier in the game? They really did come out hard in third period and, and earned that win. And then leapfrog the
3: Calgary Flames. I mean, with about five minutes left in the second period, it's like, okay, now they got the Flames. They're going to be sitting at 49 points. The Blues will still be at 46 points. That's going to be problematic. And now, because of that comeback, they are ahead of them. It is an absolute logjam. Uh, in the Western Conference when it comes to that wild card. The Blues will take on the Canucks tonight, one of the top teams. And uh, we saw them take them on a few weeks ago and uh, and fared well in St. Louis. Uh, didn't go so well in Vancouver earlier in the year on a Friday night debacle. Um, what are your expectations of how the team will respond on back-to-back nights? Any particular changes that you may see on a back-to-back uh, in a three-games-and-four-nights Western Canada-slash-Seattle road trip?
2: Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Obviously, they did beat the Canucks last time they played them, and you got to be riding a little bit of a momentum uh, after last night's game. Um, so I don't expect tonight's game is going to be like the one earlier in the season when the Blues uh, went into Vancouver and got the skids knocked off them. You know, I think this is a situation where the Blues realize what you just said. There's a logjam of teams. You know, I remember when I first started covering – the blues uh 15 16 years ago uh early on and you start talking about okay well you're three points behind you're four points behind yeah but you got four teams ahead of you that you have to leapfrog so to me that's a bigger thing than even the points sometimes because the points are probably going to come but what are those other teams going to do so as you touched on that's that's a big thing about last night's game to get that Two points in regulation, don't let the Flames get any points, and then continue to try to stay uh, in pace with these guys that are uh, right there, log jam. So, big win. And tonight's going to be a tough one as far as changes. Uh, you know, sometimes they do at the back to back. I'm sure you'll see Joe Hofer go in net. Uh, by the way, I do think it was a good call to go with Bennington last night, get those points against Calgary, roll the dice against Vancouver, uh and then in terms of some other changes, I, I don't know that we'll see any, even though it's back to back. I think Scandella was great last night. Yeah, he was. And that's kind of that's kind of the pivot right now with him and Perinovich. Uh, your
3: two part questions for J.R. Who's brought to right. every Wednesday, uh are welcome in the uh Jeff Lottman text inbox, three one four-eight eight one TMA five, three one four TMA five JR presented to you by Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. He's online at evergreenstl.com, 314 889 0503. JR, two parter first. How much sex did you have after that comeback in Toronto back in 2000?
2: Huh. <laughs> That'd be the same after uh, a lot of other games. None.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Second question How about my boy Peter Zezel? God rest his soul. Deserved a supporting actor, not in young blood, and I praise him uh, every Oscar season. Does he have your vote? He have, may have been friendly with my mother at Brentwood back when I was five, so I called him daddy. Thanks. That's from the recovering oh, alcoholic God. from Belleville and Webster Groves.
2: Yeah, uh, I, I don't know if Chaser's listening. I don't know if I have this uh, story exactly right. And first of all, yeah, God rest his soul. Peter is really great man and blues player who passed away. But uh, I remember he came back to the rink years and years later. And you know, hey, we're people. We gain some weight, right? I'm uh, I'm in that boat. And and somebody said, "Holy smokes, Peter! What'd you eat, Nelson Emerson?" <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh hello jr good morning friend i just want to say how much i love you and your riding and your johnson enough about that let's get back to the blues talk since the boys seem to have some fight in them when they get down is that because drew banister whips out his hog during the intermission and waves that thing around like a giant helicopter i'm assuming that's what caused the blues to score three unanswered goals in the third last night and what pushed brandon sod to put two in the net Uh, In Banny's Hog We Trust, that's from Mr. (laughs) Siders. I don't know if you have any insight into that, uh, but uh, you're more than welcome to share it. If not, I will uh, pivot and uh, get your read on. uh, I saw the question in the fan survey um, saying that about 50% of fans thought that he would be the next head coach or wanted him to be the next head coach, and about 50% didn't think that he would be the next head coach. Do you have any read on where things stand?
2: Yeah, no, first of all, I think that he did not do that last night. I think he just had a speech after the second period, so he did not uh, helicopter into the locker room uh, like that. Although, that did work one time. remember game two of the Stanley Cup Finals, uh, Craig Druby in the urinal, and oh, yeah. uh, so he yeah, and Carl Gunnarsson, and that led to some success there. So I don't think that the uh, two-part question there is far off. That can work. It just wasn't the situation last night in Calgary. And then, ten, hey, in terms of the uh, the survey, yeah, that's uh, interesting going into that question. I wonder, what do people think about Drew Bannister? Some early success and things start to fall off. You lose three in a row. The one thing about the survey is there's a little bit of lag time, right? It's not instantaneous. Yeah. So when you, you put that out a week or so ago and then you know, they lose some games, like what would it be if you put it out in real time in terms of what people think about Drew Bannister? It was 50%. With the survey, Um, I think he's got a beat on the job. I do. I think that if uh, things progress and and Doug Armstrong likes what he sees with the development of some of these guys, then you could see Drew Bannister keep that job. But, you know, I've been saying from the get-go that if there's a no-brainer out there, if there's a guy who you're not thinking of right now, but he pops open in the offseason, that Doug could pivot. But I think uh, that uh, Drew has done a good job so far.
3: Jeremy Rutherford brought to you by Mark Hanna here on uh, TMA, presented to you every Wednesday, 9 a.m., Mark Hanna, Evergreen, STL.com. I was surprised, and I know you noted this in that column, that Joel Quenville got the lack of support that he got. I'm not saying that he should get support. I just would have thought the volume would have been higher for him. You gave your theory that people might not be uh, over what transpired with the Kyle Beach situation in Chicago. Uh, and on top of it, he hasn't been reinstated by the NHL anyway. But that was part of your premise. If he is reinstated by the NHL, uh, would you like to see the Blues go after Joel Quenville? And, and those results uh, were not really uh, significant for him.
2: Yeah, yeah, I was I was really surprised. I mean, Tim, you've been following this, you know, as long as I have or longer. Where, uh, you know, if you mention a, a Blues player in the family, you know, Sergio Momo could come back to town tonight and he wouldn't buy a beer, right? And <laughs> it's just a situation with with Quinville. You win three hundred nine games, and you know you could be available. I thought that there'd be a higher percentage of people who would be interested in Joel Quinville coming back. I want to say it was uh, what was it about sixty percent of the people were against. Right, that idea. I think it was yeah. like fifty eight forty two. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, about 60%. And, and uh, with Quinville, I did read a few of the comments, Tim, just to give some context of maybe why they voted no on that, is uh, they did say because of the situation in Chicago, the cover-up, so on and so forth. So, um, you know, definitely times have changed. There was a lot of information that came out that, uh, in Chicago that probably some people weren't too happy with, and it sounds like some of those were Blues fans, and so they'd like to go in a different direction, at least the people who were polled there.
3: Two-parter for JR. Back to areola size. Yeah, I know we've been spending a lot of time on that in this conversation. <laughs> right. I hear Sean Avery's circumference or coffee saucers. Anyone else at The Athletic got the large, cirky, comfy. And uh, also, how much do you enjoy Donnie Fandango's energy on the Last Minute Blues podcast? <laughs> One of those rare guys where it seems like it's legit. Uh, that's from the Crestwood Coyote.
2: Sean Avery's Areolas. I would sell a lot of subscriptions. Uh, maybe I should <laughs> jump on that. <laughs> i got to get that cell number uh, and give him a buzz. <laughs> uh, no, Donnie, holy smokes. It, the person who sent that in nailed it. Like the, the 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 genuine nature of Donnie Fandango in terms of his fandom is through the roof. It really is. I mean, and, his thing for the Bills, the Buffalo Bills, is otherworldly. It, it's otherworld. It's otherworld. And, and, as it ties into the blues, yeah, you sit in the podcast room five, six feet away from him, and, you know, the arms are flailing, and, and he's yelling, and he looks like he's getting ready to go into cardiac arrest, and we're just talking about a failed power play. So, yeah, he's, he's been he's been something to work with. I enjoy it. I love driving out to the station and doing the podcasts uh, with him. And it's been a lot of fun. So thanks for everybody who listens to that Last Minute Blues podcast.
3: Uh, question one, will we make the playoffs? And also, did you choose to live in Jefferson County, or are you being held <laughs> hostage? Press your keypad on your phone twice for a hostage situation. That's from Chairman Steve. <laughs> Easy, in Steve. Wildwood.
2: Oh, that's great. That's great. You know, it's funny that you say that because uh, we had a situation where we did have to move in with the in-laws for a brief period as we were changing houses. And I remember living in the, uh, in the in-laws' house and, and uh, laying in the bed one night, staring at the popcorn ceiling there in Jeffco, right? And uh, thinking, okay, so listen, we could live in Manchester, Kirkwood, Webster, We, you know, probably not Chesterfield or Ledoux. You know, we're not uh, Jackson-level people you. here. Thank you. Thank you for uh, saying it. Yeah, I mean, you can walk, but... We, we can drive by. You know, sometimes yeah. I drive by a big sure, walled house. Sure. I like, can have, grab a bite Jackson to eat. But, yeah. <laughs> where's Jackson live? But then, look, you come out, you go to Jeffco, you go in the gas station, somebody's writing a check for lottery tickets, they're <laughs> buying three gallons of milk. Uh, and it's like, how could you not want to live here? So the wife and I just decided this was where our. Our heart was. So oh, where do God. I hit the two buttons to tell that I'm being held hostage? Yeah, right, Eating potatoes, the kids, guy. You
1: are a meat and potatoes Speaking guy. of family, uh, give our best to uh, Eli. Happy belated birthday yesterday.
2: Oh, thank you, Larry. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, super excited.
1: Um, let
3: me see. Let me get one more in here, Jr. This is a good one. Uh, hey, Jr. A couple questions: Which Brad was more of a pleasure to cover, Brad Boys or Brad Winchester? Also, do you think having two Brads in an MMF would be confusing for the lady trying to give you feedback? Thanks. That's from the Pope.
2: <laughs> oh goodness! Uh, no, they were both good. Uh, obviously, I think Blues fans would like Brad Boys a little bit. More right? He put the biscuit in a basket. Uh, Brad Winchester. I'll never forget when, uh, what was it, Winchester and Jansen collided, right? And uh, went down, I think I think Winchester might have, no, that was when Jansen came out with a concussion, when he collided with Winchester. And and uh, I think I've told that story before, but the, the short version is uh, uh, that Cam had to go take a baseline test and prove that he was healthy to come back. And I said, what are those baseline tests like? What do you got to do? And he said, well, you got to spell cat and dog and And he goes, the problem is I didn't know how to spell cat and dog before I got concussed. How about that?
3: Cam. Legend. Legend. (laughs) Love Cam
2: Johnson. Uh, Jeremy Rutherford, every
3: Wednesday here on The Morning After, presented to you by Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies Blues and Canucks. Tonight, back-to-back, says the Blues try to take down the top team in the Pacific. Day off tomorrow, and then to Seattle they go before heading back to St. Louis on Sunday to take on the L.A. Kings, the leader in the wild card currently in the Western Conference. Jr. always enjoyed, a especially when you talk Sean Avery's uh, areolas.
2: Oh, all the time, yeah, and I would be remiss here. Uh, Iggy brought it up a few weeks ago about uh, out-of-town hockey tournaments with parents and, and this particular tournament that we went to this past weekend in Chicago. Uh, me in the driver's seat and my buddy's wife in the uh, passenger seat, she rode up with us, and uh, her husband texted me today and said, you got to bring it up, and uh, you would be remiss to pass up an opportunity to tell Iggy he was, uh, he was right about that, that stat that he had a few weeks ago.
1: What stat was that?
0: Oh, he already <laughs> forgot. I give out a lot of stats. What did,
1: you do. What you did, do. 50% uh, you of do people indeed. cheat.
0: Yeah, got Bill, Bill James over here. Just...
3: This was the uh, the road trip uh, infidelity thing? Yeah, he said
1: 75%. Oh, like 75%, yeah. <laughs> well, is that a cuck situation? I mean, she's in the front seat with you, and he's at home.
3: I got I to tell you, I got... I mean, I don't want to make it like I got 25 emails or anything, but I got a few emails from people who have gone on the road in youth hockey or just have been around youth hockey in St. Louis for a long time and they said there there is some truth to some of these anecdotes that were being shared on the show about uh, playing on the road and or coaches
1: getting to know parents in special special carnal <laughs> ways or Mr. Johnson, Mrs. Johnson when you talk about little Johnny
2: yeah. Johnny Johnson. Or, Johnny Johnson. I was He's a, a great, part of great the twenty five percent. But it wasn't for lack of effort on the drive up highway fifty five. Uh you reach over and, and rub her hand there on and the passenger seat and it wasn't reciprocated, so I just kept driving. Yeah.
1: Oh, well you I mean, you gotta put a puck on the net. Jeremy you know. Risford. Well, it's always nice to have company on those long trips. <laughs> See you, boys. There you
0: go. <laughs> Eject. Yeah,
1: that was an ejection. That
3: was Eject. that was pinkle esque. Uh, uh, we got, uh, who, who I, I mean, I know Will Compton played for whom?
4: Will Compton played for, used to be the Washington.
3: Yeah, please don't say it.
4: Right. The football team that plays our nation's capital. Thank you. Amongst um, other teams.
3: And he was joined by.
4: Well, his co-host is Taylor Luwan. Right. He played for the Titans. Right. Michigan
3: grad. So we got the soundbite plowhawk soundbite three. I can't wait to hear this because this is kind of going into an area here. You
4: just feel bad. And then for it to end that way where we're, uh, Bass misses the field goal and it
3: just it moves to the right when there's absolutely zero wind. It's like, it was like it was taking 20 miles an hour to the right. That when we watched it, I was like, the, the wind had to be crazy. And yeah. then they showed the replay and them little orange things weren't moving. Right. Uh, this cr- this is and then look, for every reason we
4: just said, you know, that sitting there weighing on the uh, weighing on the kicker as he's sitting on the bench. Like I just pissed away. I, he at that moment, it's not. It's just one player, one player, anything like that. But in his brain, probably it's like this just absolutely ruined. I ruined it for the boys.
3: Pull up the stats and Biz is like, oh, he's perfect too. Blah blah. And Biz is legit, kind of calling it. Like he's gonna. This is it. He's gonna botch it. He's gonna botch it,
0: and he did. Or was it him? Or the
3: NFL or Goodell, oh, yeah, there's something fishy, dude. I I'm knows, telling dude.
4: you, I watch, watch
0: it, watch this week. They're gonna keep them in the game against Baltimore. What <laughs> they're saying, the Chiefs were handed the win, and NFL was like,
1: Well, the Dell you know, told them to miss the field goal or the said is not like sent a court. down there. Hey, told me, <laughs> tell him, tell Bass got to miss his field goal. Okay, Mr. Goodell.
3: Now, the way that it was, the way that it's described is bussing with the boys is the name of the show. Discusses the fishiness behind Tyler Bass missing super wide right with no wind in Buffalo. Says that the NFL will be keeping Kansas City in the game versus Baltimore. And I'm like, oh, wow. I'm anxious to hear this.
0: Did you see the, uh, what's funny about this is I read the article yesterday afternoon. They they came out with the the referee crews for each game yeah. in the AFC NFC Championship game. Sure. And I do believe the crew that was picked for Baltimore Kansas City has the most ro- calls, positive calls for road teams mm. in the entire league. This entire crew that is now calling Baltimore because Kansas they City want game. the Chiefs. I mean, I would that's, think that, that the Chiefs the and
3: Lions is the game that you would want if you're the NFL. I would think.
0: I don't know why people are hating on the Ravens. If you didn't watch them, they're fun as hell to watch. What's well, got nothing flowers. to do with
3: hating on them? It's it's like, more about what the mass appeal oh, of the okay, Chiefs Taylor Taylor is. Sw- the f- well, also, me. I mean, they've been to six straight AFC Championship games. They've won two Super Bowls. Mahomes, Kelsey, they're just much more interesting to the casual fan than. The Ravens, I who I've I, I made the observation, I don't know, I'm sure they've had to add some down years, but I feel like the Ravens have to be one of the more underappreciated franchises in the four major North American professional sports leagues, because they won a Super Bowl in 2000, they won another one in the 2012 season,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and I feel like they're in it quite a bit, you know, and
0: have been in it quite a bit. You're looking at John Harbaugh, but they
3: but they fly under the radar for yeah. And John Harbaugh was there a decade plus ago, coaching against his brother in the game when the lights went out in the
0: Superdome. If he wins another one, I mean, he, the legacy he's built there is crazy consistent. I know that they they don't have teams that you instantly remember, but I mean. It, it, that's pretty wild. How, I mean, he's like a Mike Tomlin. Mike, Mike Tomlin has had a losing season. They like, have made the like playoffs continue. 15 times since 2000. That's insane.
4: That's insane. Gee, that's like I, cardinal level of consistency.
0: And I love Lamar Jackson. So I think the better game would be a Detroit-Baltimore situation. Yeah, I, think I don't want San Francisco <clears throat> anywhere near it.
1: I think Detroit's a good story, and a San Francisco wins, Purdy's a good story, and get to see Christian McCaffrey and those great receivers. And I think whoever wins is going to be a good game. You think Adele's done her? We need Kansas City or else we're going to lose a ton of money. You've already sold out all your Super Bowl ads. Right,
4: but can't, I mean, the Chiefs game against Buffalo had is averaging 50 million viewers. And that's crazy. And that's because the Chiefs, not only Mahomes and Kelsey, but obviously the Taylor Swift thing. It's a real thing. And, like, if I'm the NFL and I could handpick my matchup, I'm handpicking Lions and, and Chiefs. Now, I don't know. And I think LaJuan and, and Will Compton were being very uh, facetious. Kind of, you could tell from the vocal context that they weren't being very serious in that. But, I mean, if you could do it, you would pick the Chiefs, no doubt.
1: Yeah, you pick the Chiefs. But I, I, to think, and I don't know how facetious they are. They're on a podcast, you know, and they're, they, want, I people to, vocal they want people to think that, you know, hey, we're, we're smart guys. We're not just going to make stuff up. Um, that they actually think Adele would tell the referees, give them some calls. We need them in the Super Bowl. I mean, you know what that would happen if any of that would come out? That's what I don't get. I mean, I know there was a referee that threw games, but you know, I, I can't believe a commissioner of a league is going to tell referees what to do to make a team win because we want them in the Super Bowl. If one of these referees retired and said, "Yeah, he came down and told us to throw the game," I mean, you don't take that chance. The guys are making twenty-something million dollars a year. He's got one of the richest leagues in all of sport. You don't do that. To even think that is kind of ludicrous. Jackson, how do you explain your clip? Um, no, I like the clip. I mean, yes. there's nothing wrong with the clip. I just want talk about it. Harrison's brother, were,
4: Master. Yeah, he's not going to like it. I just thought that they were kind of <laughs> being – and I should have included that in the description of the clip that it seemed like it was a joke, from my perspective at least. But also, I think the NFL is too big to fail. So.
1: Uh, uh, and the wind was blowing. I don't know what they No, go- it was the, – the video – The winds were like 15
4: to 20 miles an hour that uh, day. No, no. The, watch the video again. The orange flags on top of the
0: goalpost when he kicked it were not really moving. People have seen like people hit golf balls like fading them and yeah, I mean, yeah, you can, like, you there's can a slide. way to spin yeah. it without right. I, it'd be hard for me to have nobody in the fans complaining about a large gust of wind that happened just at the kick was midair because it's coming from somewhere. Right, they're not dropping it down from a drone.
4: They weren't not moving, but they weren't like whipping like that kick. If that was the wind, it would have been like gale force winds. He shanked it.
0: Well, I don't think he did it on purpose. I think, I think about how insufferable Super Bowl week will be with the Chiefs. Taylor <laughs> Swift storylines. Oh, my God. You're going to have a reporter from we'll TMZ. Oh. We'll have Barrett rankings.
3: And we you can't see yeah, That is true. That's the week. We can, that. we can, this we balloon win. party in. You got to bet. Yes. You really think so?
0: I, I mean, if no we're way. on one one I know.
3: I got you know, Jackson. I mean.
4: We're on one, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think we're on it. I'm curious what picture they use of us.
3: Yeah, they got like a.
4: They do. I guess we do have, like, a, like a
3: headshot right. kind of but thing. But it wasn't... We didn't, weren't shot together. It was just a headshot thing. But
4: usually, was... like, it's, like, some, like, goofy-ass picture of us, like, back-to-back or something. Maybe we'll have to do that. Maybe we'll have to
1: send that out. I'm going to need a step stool. <laughs> I don't think Swift can go to the Super Bowl. Why's that? The night before, she's got a gig in Tokyo. That'd be quite a long flight to get back there for the game. Is
4: that
3: right? So she's playing internationally? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think it's opposite. I think she's there the next day. And... Uh, she may take a PJ and just hop on over there. No, I thought it was Saturday night was her gig in Tokyo. Hmm. Either way, I mean, it's, <laughs> you got to go from yeah, Vegas was, to Tokyo. It's
4: a long
3: flight, no doubt. Guys, who is McCafferty? Thank you. <laughs> I, I saw a few of them. That's from text. Dilly and Harpoon. Yeah, that's. Uh, there were a lot of them right. that were sent right. in. McCaffrey, how about that? Is better. Do you feel better about, ja about that? King. Dude's leg was over the top, and he pushed the ball. Needs to get his path more inside out, more distance, and a nice little baby draw. It's pretty simple. That's from the Worsenwoods Wacko.
0: And at the playoffs, you see missed kicks all the time from dudes who shouldn't miss. I mean, do we need to bring up, what is it, Morton Anderson of the Vikings? I think made like 125 consecutive inside of 40 against the Falcons. He shanks it, I think, a Falcon going to win it.
1: Green Bay missed a field goal, too, didn't
0: he? Yeah, but he may miss missing all year. Like it. I mean he has a big leg, but he missed six extra points. I mean, you were just bound to wait for something like that to happen for the I
3: rookie. didn't uh, I didn't get a chance to play this one yesterday and I can't wait to hear it. During the Michael K. show, Oh yeah. Peter Rosenberg contemplates if he would rather have great sex with Craig Carton <laughs> who's a isn't he like a talk show
1: host? That's right. Yeah. He's a guy that
2: came didn't out of prison get arrested? and got his job. Yeah. At, yeah.
3: Or yeah. mediocre sex with Halle Berry. I want to make Craig Carton. I watched like the little documentary he did. I'm like What's going
1: on here? Okay, so I, I okay. What okay, question is that? Sex with a dude or mediocre sex with Halle Berry? Be good.
3: All right, so you're saying, would I rather have sex with Craig Carton, but it's
1: fantastic? That's not what I'm saying. But go
3: ahead. <laughs> or sex with Halle Berry, but it's mediocre at best. Right. I'm going with the bad sex with Hallie over the great sex really? with Car- Yeah, I don't want to have sex with Craig Carden. I just don't. <laughs> I mean, well, you may... Know, Write it, you it you down, Martian. What? Why did you go yeah, there? Yeah, you to send to, someone to,
1: But no, no, no.
3: Okay. I don't, guys, I don't see things like gender. I don't I don't see I things like that. but I just
2: sex don't think... Sex is you, sex. I don't think even if you like As them. As a wise man once said I'll during the pre-show meeting, Knowing you, I don't think even if you like them, you'd have incredible sex with Carden.
0: I I I don't get what the who's. Wh- We've got to do that on balloon party and just
4: yeah, just like, uh, like and break it rank. down like seriously. That's,
1: That's how we in the rankings. The guy said, "I don't see gender. Sex is sex." So he's basically saying he's bisexual.
0: Well, good for him. I just don't know what the the comparison doesn't make sense. Like you wanted to make it juicy on both sides, you know. I don't well, know. Well, I
4: guess the sex with Howie Berry is juicy enough.
0: But like so. With the Craig Carton sex, it's hot, so you're enjoying it.
4: Like <laughs> well, theoretically, yeah.
0: Then I guess I'd pick that one
4: <laughs> because un- it's <laughs> only a matter
0: of what you enjoy more. And I guess if you're really going at Carton,
1: are they on WFN?
4: Uh, I th- no, I think what's w- Michael K show on? I think on it's on,
1: on ESPN Radio. Oh, and that oh, yeah, sounded
4: like an
0: HD two topic if I've ever heard. <laughs> right. It's like Greca,
4: Michael K, and Peter Rosenberg.
1: So they're basically uh, behind Carton in the ratings. So they're wfn so they're bringing up I, thought, Car- I thought
3: cartons in the uh mornings he moved to afternoons
1: i uh. thought he was on uh well i mean going up against them are a different station and he's got the most popular station on wfan so you bring up that to get yourself a little traction because maybe carton will play it and then we'll
0: get on wfan and get some listeners and man you couldn't pay me to hang Aaron out Martin's. with that rosenberg bro you the could. Loser,
3: I don't, I'm not familiar with his work The
0: one yeah, he does. Uh, also, isn't Michael K gay? He's in Suffolk. What? Is he? Michael K? No. The broadcaster for the Yankees? <laughs> yeah, the voice of the
1: Yankees. There's one of the Yankees broadcasters is gay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what in God's name was that? It's <laughs> Jake Coffey oh. yeah. Jake Coffey- He's the guy that goes,
2: <laughs>
3: it's
1: long, it's deep, it's gone.
3: Well, we'll let his uh, wife, Jody Applegate K <laughs> know and <when> their two <laughs> children. And his uncle Danny Aiello. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Uh, no, I've been on his program. The day the Rams were uh, voted out of St. Louis, he had me on. And, boy, he was really worked up about it. Um, I don't think it was necessarily on behalf of St. Louis, but he's he was anti-NFL. I can tell you that. Uh, but no, I believe he's a heterosexual
0: gentleman. <laughs> I didn't know Danny Aiello was his <laughs> uncle. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> Huge. Huge. Hey, what are you looking for? You're looking for you, yeah.
3: you what know?
1: Yankee is gay? I know that. I thought there was a former Yankee that was gay. <laughs> what are you typing in? What Yankee is gay?
3: <laughs> what, what Yankee broadcaster? That's what I typed in. What Mel Yankee
1: Mel Allen. What Yankee broadcaster is gay? <laughs> is
3: Mel Allen, you know, Allen came on. Scooter Rizzuto. Guess you could have a conversation with Riz after the program. He's related.
1: Is he? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I'm not casting aspersions. I thought somebody said the Yankee broadcaster was gay. I got minor league broadcaster Eric Bach. Yeah. yeah. Eric, come the ballpark. Yeah, a treat, bro.
3: Yeah, what do you
0: Brum got? <laughs> Brum Those are dry. What do you wash that down with? Oh, my God. These are the moist. Oh, my God. <laughs> <It's got laughs> Guys, this is one cake, of the man. TMA <laughs>
3: hosts, gay. Thanks. <laughs> That's from mud. Yeah, I guess we can just oh. like, throw it out. It's just a bunch of word vomit here. That's from Dave
1: Hay. I don't know. I'm just reading well, I was asking because. Michael Gay is part of the show, and they're asking what you have sex with. Oh, Michael gay. gay. Michael Gay. Freudian slack. Somebody take Michael that name. K. Somebody Michael take K. that name. Classic Freudian Michael Gay is part of the show, and they're asking the guy, will you have gay sex with a man? And I thought I read one of the Yankee broadcasters is gay. It's no big deal. I just thought I read that. Uh. <laughs> so I, I thought it was Michael Gay. I'm not casting a spur. The guy. I'm sorry. It's something I thought I read. I'm not saying he's gay he has got a wife and kids, so he's not. Yeah.
0: We cover our bases. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's a W for
0: us.
4: Well,
1: I, didn't say, I didn't say he's gay. I asked the question. He did,
4: to be fair.
0: Wrap that up, put a bow on it. I still don't think, when you said Michael Gay, that was one of the bad, <laughs> <most> <laughs> underrated
3: times. Guys, who cares about the NFL? We have a 500 minor league football team, and they play at an old rundown convention center in a downtown that looks like the Soviet Union in the 1970s. Take that, Kansas City. That's from sniffing Holes. Yeah, I, I they were couldn't. better than 500
4: last year. I just couldn't have less interest.
3: Oh, I don't either. Sorry. Stully, wow. um... Have, have fun on Balloon Point. I mean, I guess
4: I'm glad that they're here, but...
3: Like, I
1: guess when they... Would you rather have the NIT Final Four or the Battlehawks?
3: The
4: NIT Final
1: Four. Oh, God. That's I even, a, but,
4: like, that's not like... oh. I, mean,
1: I guess when they announced that St. Louis does have a team this year, uh, Stully, who is their PR guy, texted me, goes, you guys have any interest in the Battlehawks? I just answered, in what in what way? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that answers it. Actually, I think that's a really good answer. And he didn't get answer. back
1: to me. It seems like a cut and dry. He didn't get
0: back to you because he basically <laughs> said
1: no. No, but I mean, in what way? Do we like them? Do we want to do a segment with them? Do we want to get somebody on? I mean, I said, in what way? Do you mean? Do-?
0: You basically should have just said, how much are they paying?
1: <laughs> that, that, that was an answer without an answer. No, because if he just said, would you like to do a coach's <laughs> show? I have said, talk to our salespeople.
3: Um, They're going to put their Coaches Show on HD2? <laughs> I mean, he didn't answer me, but
1: I said, in what way do you mean? I like the billboards you guys, on that. Are you guys interested in the Battle Hawks? I said,
4: in what way? Listen to the official Coaches Show on 105. <laughs> he never <laughs> got back to me, so I don't know what way he meant. In between... Talking about if Michael K is
1: gay or not. I mean, do we talk about it? There's do we Anthony want to do Betts. a coach's show? Do we want to get uh, Brecht Dawn? Do we want to get a player on? What do we that's... want to? I don't know. What we Dawn? Meant. <laughs> We're getting Red Dawn. Brecht. is his name. Brecht, the coach. Anthony Becht. Becht Pepper and Genie, the official podcast of <laughs> <with> the Battle <laughs> Hawks. Yes.
0: yes. I'm fine with that. Throw yes. some side cash. I'll pray. You guys,
4: the will, Hawks. you guys will be the biggest Battle uh, Hawks fans in the world. I kind of think make... this needs
1: to happen. I'll make something up if they pay for
0: it. <laughs> well, a listener will send black the Battle Hawks over clips of us dragging them.
1: At least. we can watch the games. They're on regular TV. For the Barrett rankings, you should submit
3: a photo of the two of you in front of the fountain holding a random guitar with visible Band-Aids all over your body. That's from glove blogger Tom Traven. You had Band-Aids all over your body?
1: Not all over my body.
3: (laughs) How would they know?
1: I don't think so. I'll have to look at the picture, see. Chicago's my town. See, <laughs> not
0: like there's one of on the old photos. Over your body, where you? we
1: the old like photo I had. Cut? The old photo I had with me he's talking in a microphone. I, a, I just cut my hand. I had a band-aid on my hand.
3: Uh, Worson Woods Wacko says, "Virgin, you are dead to me. You're not a caca guy. The entertainment's not in the field. It's in the crowd. Them are yo people." That's from the Worson Woods Wacko.
4: I mean, if people want to enjoy the games and enjoy the sport, God bless. That doesn't anything for me? Like I just have like less than zero interest in what the Battlehawks do on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, you are for the because
1: they're in St. Louis. But I mean, it's, I medi- it's mediocre football.
4: I don't. It's not even about like I just I spring football. My appetite for football is done at that point.
1: Get that pale virgin
3: off the air. I won't hear this Beehawk slander. That's from Midge. Or mad,
4: but like my enjoyment or interest in it has no <laughs> bearings on your interest or enjoyment. Like your taste is not the authority on what is good or not. Like that's just not how it is. It's all subjective. I find it to be boring. Like just I don't like it. I don't. I don't have any interest in it. Yeah, I'm with
1: you. It's just mediocre football. It's something I'm watching on a Sunday. But you know, yeah. these are coming from the people. Huge that, that endorsement. These are coming from the people that go to the game to say, ah, "Take that NFL. We, we support our football." Those are the people that are there, just thinking that. The NFL is going to pay attention that you draw 30000 for a mediocre football game.
3: Guys, Peoria is going to surpass St. Louis soon. This city celebrates getting Ikea's. I'm tired of it. Uh, let's see. Uh, I think Jackson should start wearing one Band-Aid under his right eye. Right-Eye Jackie. That's from Mr. Smith.
4: Is that a reference to something? Because I'm not picking up.
1: Anything. I know. I know. That's why I... I, I, I
4: don't I know. D-Wade once wore a couple Band-Aid. Didn't Chivas
1: wear day? a Band-Aid on his cheek? Uh, Derek
3: Chivas, Mr. Band-Aid. I have season tickets. The games are more fun than Sex with Craig Carton. That's from Chairman Steve. That's, like, wonderful. Like, I
0: hope people enjoy it. The games are fun. I told you I saw, like, that whole group of, like, grown adult males with a bunch of body hair wearing Boy Scout uniforms. Like, that is awesome.
3: Go run down the Oscar noms, you Ledoux snob, and leave the sports just Jeff Jeffco folk. That's her Midge or Madge. I mean, I
4: have a lot of thoughts, but this is probably not the time. Is it replace. more of a balloon party thing? That's. Eh, my, 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 my I might start myself. I saw
3: your tweets condemning the Academy for the, the lack of nominations for Margot Robbie or Greta Gerwig. Uh, would you like to expound?
4: Uh, I think it's an absolute shame that Greta Gerwig <laughs> once again got left off Best Director.
3: What is that about? I, it makes
4: no. She got left off for Little Women, which was. Comical, and it's this is ridiculous that she got left off for Barbie. Did she get one for a screenplay though? Crazy, yeah, but that's but she should be nominated for Best. Yeah,
1: everybody said that. She's she's not not the only one I saw. Dan Buffett, who I follow, does a lot of movie stuff. He was in an outrage. Uh, Ryan Gosling didn't agree with it. Yeah, America Ferreira was outraged.
4: It's it's BS. Margot, I mean, it's a strong female acting category this year, but I think she was deserving. But Greta not being on is like laughably bad.
0: The most nominated movies I've watched.
4: Hell yeah, brother. Back to what the you, cinema as we go. I love going to movies.
0: Yeah, I've man, always a been a time. big fan. Yeah. Always. But yeah, this is the most I've seen. Sometimes great i find like, here. It's a bank. Great movie year. It's been a great movie. It has been. It's been a it really, really good movie
2: year.
4: I, I mean
0: the hold well. What is it? The holdovers? Yeah, Alexander. That's the Payne. best one I've saw. That I've seen this year. Really good.
3: Love that movie. Really good. I mean, man. But I haven't seen Oppenheimer. or oh, Killers of the Flower really Mode. Jackson, what's your winner for Best Picture, ladies and gentlemen? This is a huge moment. I
4: could give you the Big Eight. I can tell you what the what I I've, I've already. You're going to give a ranking eight? No, no. I have a. I have like for the Big Eight categories. Oh. I have.
3: my You brothers. have wagered.
4: I have wagered with a buddy that I like oh. an oatmeal. I, I assume. uh no, Gareth gareth oh, wow. he's back! welcome back gareth yeah i have a eight leg parlay on the winners for
1: oppenheimer the movie
4: yeah chris nolan uh, best director as well
1: giamatti in there
4: uh no i think killian will win best actor
1: you really like killian
4: i do but i think the it's set in stone that he's gonna win really yeah yep yep i think I, giamatti might sneak in and i'd be really happy with that because giamatti's been deserving for years but i think killian will, ra- will wrap up best actor
0: is the chef, the cook in The Holdovers, is she yes. supporting actress? She will win that as well. She is unbelievable. Divine
4: Joy Randolph,
0: she will win. She was insane. She was probably the best one. Uh, the, she was the most entertaining character in that entire movie. And there was oh, a lot of them.
1: I love that movie. All the beef people going to win?
0: Uh, that is a TV show. Oh. Yeah, this is the what, Veep? Beef. Oh, won
4: plenty of Emmys, and I've heard great things about it, but I've yet to see it. Surprised you haven't seen it? I know, I know. I really, I absolutely should. I need to watch that. I've been. Uh, I've been the more show on called movies.
3: The Bear, for the record.
4: No, Beef is a different show.
3: Oh, this is a. I thought you were talking about the thing with the oh, guy I, with the hog. Yeah, that's what I, I love
4: The Bear. Yeah, that's outstanding. What's
3: Beef? Beef is a show.
1: Yeah, I asked the same thing, and it won all the. It won all the Golden Globes. It
3: won Didn't The Bear Emmys win
0: too. a bunch of things? Yes.
1: They,
3: oh, both, yeah. they both
1: dominated. The, the Bear and the Beef. Bear and bear
3: the beef. And beef. Bear
0: and the Beef. Bear and Beef won a lot. Sounds like a um, gay club. It sounds like a steakhouse. I mean, I've heard God, that name. I've Mr.
3: Siders is things. furious about this. Are you, and you're not a fan of Mr. Siders? I'm I like
4: met him, and he was super cool and nice. And I go on the text line, he like, hates me. Uh, whatever. Welcome.
3: Be your thing. Jackson, save the movie talk for your boyfriend in your diary. Jackson talking about
1: movies is as impressive as him hitting a golf ball. That's Mr. Siders. I learn a lot when Jackson talks movies. I don't see a lot of these movies, hey, so it makes uh, me want to see stuff.
4: producer Joe is listening, and he just texted me that Beef is really good.
1: How about that? Yeah, so I'm gonna, uh, that's a great record. I like it, too. Just not in my movies. I like it You're bonding with KG and O-Town and producer Joe today. No, I like it on Buns. <laughs> I don't like it in... On TV.
0: Producer yeah. Joe did send emails, and he did say in the email, if you're receiving this, you're in the fantasy baby. You're in! in! again. Who is? Excited. Me? Myself. Not you, Iggy. Oh. But I also think, going to be a hot take, I love the actors in, and actresses in The Bear. <laughs> hmm That's overrated to me. I, I think it's too much. I, I, I can't put my finger on it. It's just a little it's too much. Tense. It's a very it, tense. Yeah, it's tense. I can't. It's not a sit and relax and enjoy mm. and you got to uh, really Oh, the be Christmas there. Eve
3: episode. Uh, that episode. Oh,
1: Bill. Oh,
0: really, it's, it's like you're... a comedy? Yeah,
4: so it's, uh, yeah. the Golden Globes is such a sham, but it's it's considered a comedy, but it by no means is a comedy. Like they have Barry as a comedy too, I guess because Bill Hader made it, but it is not by any
0: means. Anybody, comedy. no spoilers, watching the new season of... True Detective? Yeah. No, I've yet, yet to start it. Jodie Foster. Love well, Jodie Foster. Yeah, I can't see She's Foster in it. She's one of my favorites.
1: That. Really? I've, always, I've liked the detectives in it. I'm not sure I want Jodie Foster as my detective.
0: It's, it, it really is good. I'm excited, Jackson, for you to eventually watch. Yeah, two episodes in, obviously, still very young in it.
1: First two seasons were good. Third season, I
0: didn't like. See, I thought the first and third season were it. Second season, wasn't it for
1: me. Alexandria, Alexandra, D'Addario. Yeah. Uh, Herschel uh, Ali. I'd never seen her naked before. My God, they're just perfect. Flip mm. that off. Kind of like the girl 43 from... Uh,
0: 43
1: Kind of like, what's her name from... Uh, what's the HBO show? Sydney Sweeney. Sydney Sweeney. Sydney Sweeney. They're kind of like Sydney it's Sweeney.
4: always Sidney Sweeney. Share the screen and White Lotus <laughs> Season 1.
3: Should have had a sapphic. Can you imagine? Let me ask you this. Can you imagine if they would have had a sapphic? Breathier, like, please. God almighty. Would have been the most popular scene in the history of video. Ask yourself that. Who's that? If Sidney Sweeney and Alexandra
1: Daddario in White Lotus oh would have my had a sapphic. Thank you. Were they both in season one? I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. Were they? That's what good or com just said. Yeah, oh.
4: they're, both, they're both in it.
1: I just got my mind set on three because of Aubrey Plaza.
4: Aubrey Plaza is not in season three of White Lotus. She's in season two.
1: How many seasons have they done?
4: They're starting work on season three here. Okay, so, so there's no
1: season three yet. I not mean, yet. I they, meant season they've two. They've set
4: the location and the cast.
1: Yeah. That's I think she was, up, she was up for Golden Globe, I think, for that, wasn't she?
4: Uh Maybe. I can't
1: and the girl who I think is just annoying as hell won. Jennifer Coolidge? Wow, you're angrier at a hawk. Has anybody seen my drink? I can't Wonderful. find it. Man, <laughs> What's the point? Are you sure going Are you going to kill him? Am I going to die
0: here? <laughs> way away on a boat. <laughs> uh, that is bad. Yeah, I thought Ned Reynolds was the peak for you. This one. And the same thing so with the good. TV
1: commercial she's in with the credit card. Thanks for watching over me. Oh yeah, those those are annoying. Your bodyguard. Wait, what do you do for me? I don't. Well, she got. She stole my bike, and she gets it too.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with Iggy. The commercials are super annoying. She fits so well with White Lotus, though.
3: Ask Dawson if he sent out his Oscar party invites yet. That's Doug's work husband.
4: I refuse to, like, feel bad about liking movies. Are you Dawson? I don't it, like, I really don't care. Like, send it in. I love talking about it. I'll always love talking about it. And people hating on it, fine. <laughs> You're Philistine. <laughs>
3: It's interesting. It's interesting to me that you you've reached what I would describe as Doug von Nirvana, Nirvana. on Balloon Party, but on TMA they can still get to you every once in a no, while. No, I'm
4: serious. Like I don't. Like I. It's, I, I understand. I always sound pretentious Welcome talking my about movies. World. So then I I just will be per- perpetually pretentious, and that's cool.
0: Why 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 the name Dawson? <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> Vanderbeek. I, mean, I love Creed. Dawson's Creek.
1: <laughs> he was a film connoisseur. Right. <laughs> You should do that, Jackson. Instead of your good or bad, just do a newsletter. With,
0: Instead of your a newsletter, good or bad.
1: promoting uh, a Substack, reviewing what, reviewing uh movies and things like that, and just we, say
4: we never dropped go. our Oppenheimer episode. Yeah, I mean, monthly we did. KG, a monthly oh, thing. Man. KG, Matt Rocchio, and I uh, talked about like Oppenheimer for like 45 minutes and recorded it.
1: God, 45 minutes on an atom bomb.
4: Uh, that movie is outstanding. So. I've watched it twice now. It's just fantastic.
1: I don't know. I've seen a couple guys. God, I got through 10 minutes, and I said, I fell asleep. I can't watch this.
4: If if people don't have the attention span for sitting still for three hours, then that's their problem. That's where I I'm love at. That's where I'm at with long movies. Like, you complain about it, then just don't see it. Like, that's what I always say.
1: They take intermission for them?
4: No. It's, it's, you, can you, like, people not sit still for three hours when something? Well, some
1: people got to go to the bathroom after you have a soda and some I
4: popcorn. I did pee, you gotta go to but, yeah. There's, you I can have always... an app. I have an app for peeing at the movie theater. In terms of telling you when, It tells you when, yeah. it tells you the best times to go pee during a movie, and when you're out going to pee, it gives you like a two sentence synopsis of what you're missing. Yep. it's the greatest
3: app. Really, it's the greatest app of all time. Holy Actually, crap! Was that designed by the creators of GoodorBad.com? It sounds a huge, like something
4: huge miss. But it's this guy and his sister do it. They go see all these movies and and make it, and it's awesome. It's incredible. I donate like a dollar fifty a month, so that because they don't run ads. So you
1: have to thing. go at the times they tell you because they already have the scene. Yeah, but so. they have like
4: six times. Like for Oppenheimer and Killers, there was like three or four times at least to go see to go pee,
0: and it's
1: awesome. That to me, that's a million dollar money maker.
3: There, oh, oh,
0: that it's a game changer, genius.
3: Sure. Uh, hey, we got the design air heating and cooling email today coming up, and then we have the uh, Munganess Saint Louis Acura Munganess Burkhardt, Alton Toyota balloon party coming away at ten o'clock. Switch on over. That YouTube chat is. Uh, Somehow more active than the TMA one, but uh, it is. So come on in and uh, interact with the Friends of the Feather. And then Jackson and I will have QFTA. Send your emails in, T. At insidestl.com, youtube.com slash TMA STL. If you're injured in a car accident you need an attorney, you need the best one you can find. If any of my family or friends are ever injured in a car accident, I want them to call Doug Biggs and C.D. Longo at Longo Biggs Injury Law. Uh, In a personal injury case, there can be a substantial amount of money on the line, and these guys know how to get it every last dollar possible. They are not the churn-and-burn type of law firm. With Doug and C.D., you won't be just another file lost in the shuffle. If you have questions about your case, you'll talk to Doug or C.D. personally, and they'll handle every aspect of your case the entire way. They'll get to know you and You'll get to know them. Go to LongoBigs.com. That's L-O-N-G-O-B-I-G-G-S dot com. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. Uh, And also, Jackson, who do I need to tell the people about? I need to tell about mentality. Slow, sluggish putting on weight, you're not putting on muscle as easily as you used to. Those are symptoms of low testosterone. Well, you need to go to lowtusa.com and then head to a mentality location in St. Louis to get tested for your testosterone levels. That's what I did. Very easy process. Very friendly staff. And now I know where I sit. The normal range for testosterone is large. If you've been to a doctor and they told you that you were normal, Without understanding the range or testing your free testosterone, it was not fully looked at. Come get checked with Mentality. Testosterone therapy helps men regain normal function and restores the ability to perform normally at all level levels. It's Mentality at LowTUSA.com. Uh, who handled the filter today? I did. Okay. So we we're good. Yep. I just didn't want to. I know you're over here. You're hosting. You're doing the Little Piddles Weekend wrap-up Wednesday half and half. And then filtering emails, too. That's a lot.
4: Listen, I'm. Uh, it's, it's, it is a lot, but I'm capable of,
3: mm. uh, of doing, doing such Multi-task. a task. All right, here yeah. we go. It's time for the design, air, heating, and cooling. Up. <laughs> and, you know, I'd like to lodge a complaint about the lack of Korean language ads during segments. <laughs> I don't actually speak Korean, but it would remind me of old country where I spent about six months as a wee little infant. Thanks, and you should likely stay tuned. That's from number one Asian intern Brian Henschen. I'm a bull executive, but did not send any audio to Diane Bear or whoever her name is. Thanks. Uh, that's Brian Henschen. Yeah, we gotta get uh, gotta get to the bottom of that. I wonder how we could get to the bottom of that because I don't know if Diora is gonna share with us who. Yeah, I don't think we're message. ever gonna
4: get to the bottom of it, honestly.
3: I, too, have pleasured myself to a nudie magazine. Me and my buddies used to get so hard watching Dan August. Action-packed, and we were just praying Norman Fell to take his shirt off. When it comes, Uncle Skip's drinking buddy Tony with a magazine. When in comes, Uncle Sp- Skip's drinking buddy Tony with a magazine. I just read what's in the prompter. He bought at Magic Market that came after a period <laughs> with another period. Yeah circle jerk time gentlemen because i've got something special in my hands with that he opens up a playgirl magazine with that burt reynolds centerfold spread sorry center field spread only bad part was i kind of got cheated i was working on my buddy butchie (laughs) but he lasted like 30 seconds max and the rule was we didn't clean up until afar everybody was finished and my left hand was in charge of Tony, and Tony was a master of the Tantra method, so he lasted over an hour. So there I was, with, I had a sticky gooey right hand, and a hand cramp in my left. That's from the first name's Maya, the middle name is Bud, and then the last name's Zwet. That's Maya, and then that middle name is Bud, and then the last name is Zwet. Disconnected my headphones with my right hand, his gooey right hand. Good morning, I'm horny. Any hoodles is the voice of the Yankees gay, he yells. It's long, it's deep, it's gone, hence my line of thought. What? No? Give me a second here, Pete. Jackson, buddy, whatever. Hey, Google, which Yankee is gay? Thanks, and Ann Young, number one Asian intern Brian Henson, a.k.a. Princess, quote, McCafferty, unquote, Ad box we're still finding our way as a budding youtube channel but sign up now drop a few bucks in the old digital tip jar and you'll be the first to know once i figure it out may mix in some cameo work i don't know brian henshin i recently volunteered to coach my son's third grade basketball team and i'm a little nervous for the next game last week we faced a feisty team coached by a roten fellow named donnie dangles he was just my type five foot four inches 330 pounds. Jesus, dude. It's like a tumbleweed. And boy, did his healthy D-cups really catch my eye. Midway through the first quarter, Donnie's swamp ass began to materialize. His visibly soupy drawers were almost daring me to take a whiff. Talk about a turn-on. I could barely focus on the game, especially with his whistle seductively pursed between his pouty lips. At this young age, the coaches are also the referees, and for some unknown reason, Mr. Dangles consulted with me before every foul and turnover. He kept whispering things like, I'm going to call a double dribble on number 13. I could barely conceal my arousal because all I could think about was double dribbling those floppy man milkers hidden beneath his sports bra. (laughs) The most embarrassing part was when we shook hands after the game, and he said, Good game, coach. But I thought he said, do you want to kiss me? So I gave him a soft little smooch on the lips. If every coach in the league looks this appetizing, how am I going to make it through the season without tongue-kissing one of the dads? Poor, please, JV Golf Coach, longing to be entered by a plump-chested gentleman. Uh, That's the JV Golf Coach. And finally... I went back and listened to the first time Deora Baird was brought up on TMA on January 10th. And while none of you said anything disrespectful about her specifically on the surface, I can see where an attractive California-based actress turned OnlyFans girl might not be charmed by a bunch of dudes in Missouri plotting her career in hardcore pornography. I know Tim tried to po- provide context in explaining his role as a talent scout for Caden Cross, but in hindsight, the subsequent Vivian Azor drops and host giggling while oh. delightful content for the listener may have caused Diora to think this was all a big joke not to take seriously, thinking you'd be laughing at her too once the interview is over. Perhaps... Iggy called Diora's mom while misrepresenting myself as Billy Zabka in order to get her number and smooth it over. You interested in that, Iggy?
1: I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Who
3: the hell is Billy it's Zabka?
0: Not quite English. Oh, Billy
4: Zabka,
1: baby, Karate Kid. Who? Sorry.
4: Billy Zabka, he played uh, in the
1: Karate Kid. I never seen Karate
3: Kid. <laughs> All right.
1: Glad to hear Iggy's DNA
3: for pay scheme is moving forward. Maybe KG and O-Town can slide into Maury Povich's DMs and pitch a special show featuring a few of Iggy's 500 from Redbird Lanes, Keto, and Bermuda. Imagine getting pregnant after a one-night stand (laughs) with the tan gentleman who made Tableside Cherry's Jubilee while you were on vacation with your parents, and 35 years later, you're reunited to find out he lives in a tiny apartment, yet struggles to pay the rent because he only works 15 hours a week and pays $41 a month for Hulu. That
4: still shocks me. (laughs)
1: That's That's like my internet bill. I'll talk about it tomorrow, but I found out I'm paying $15.66 twice Amazon. Somebody's got my credit card and is charging <laughs> their Amazon account every month to me. Are they charging anything else other than Amazon? No, that's what's it, nothing else, just that. Wow, what a scam. So I gotta make a bunch so of fine. phone calls today to find out what's going on here. My goodness, you got another investigation to launch. Well,
3: uh, there it is. That's the uh, design air, heating, and cooling email today. The only question left to answer now is what you got.
4: Uh, man, I'm going with uh, the JV golf coach who's longing to be entered by a plump-chested gentleman.
1: Yeah, I've been confused before when somebody said good game coach and I thought they said kiss me. Uh, that got to me. So I'm going with JV Golf Coach as well.
3: Nice. Uh, JV Golf Coach is shipped. The design air, heating, and cooling email of the day. And that is now.
4: Sorry that the things are out of order. That's my fault.
3: Two wins for the JV Golf Coach? Two wins for Bucks the JV wolf, Golf Coach. Calcified air. Yeah,
4: they're, they're in the lead.
3: My apologies. Uh, Jackson, we're going to head down the hallway. And you can apologize to those people because they're not going to be happy about your battlehawks comments.
4: Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'm happy to give them there, too.
0: Speaking of which, a couple minutes from now, I know you posted it on Instagram. We got the cutest little puppy coming in for Plowsy. What Pup is the name week. of the, uh,
3: the cutest little puppy? Clark.
0: Clark. I love the oh, name. I, I love the name Clark. Frisal. It comes to you from the owner of Chow Chow, Jessica, who also owns All Paws Safe Havens. It is a uh, adoption agency there. So she is coming with Clark, the little puppy. That will be up there on social media today. I know Jesse kind of did a little sneak peek yesterday. Um, so super excited. So if uh, you're down in the dumps with all the fog and the weather go cheer yourself up warm Your little heart and watch Clark lick his lick my face and run all over the little studio. So excited about that That'll be up today. you don't there do go. cats do you? We don't do cats. just strictly pup of the week
4: I love how passionate you are for this
0: man. It's oh, really cool. ready to roll. You should see Clark I'm, I'm, I'm getting excited. Try to bring
1: in a Basset hunt. I may be interested in
0: that. All right. I got you dog I got you. We'll do that in the 13th week that's all. Uh,
1: that's
3: coming up on uh, a TMA STL Instagram account. Check it out. All right, time for us to shut it down for the Plowhawk, for KGO O-Town, for Kenneth Iggy Strode, for Jackson Burkett sitting in, for Douglas Elvin Vaughn, for my brother Kevin, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been The Morning After, presented to you by Brown and Crouping.